Christ, you people suck. Wow. Wolverine on it. Episode 660 for July 19th, 2021. And it's a two-man show this week. It is me. It is Anthony. What's up? I just heard everybody go click. <laughs> yeah, they do that every week. I don't even know why they bother to download it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, can, you can stream them now. You don't even have to download it. You can just start it up, stream it, and then go, up. Oh, never mind. I'm pretty sure I don't download any podcasts. I just stream them. Yeah, me too. I, I used to have to, right? Because of, like, using an iPod, but... Yeah, I basically just turn on my phone, was, let it stream. It and... was over now. Yeah, yeah. No longer have to worry about where that file be be stored. Anyway. So, yeah, uh, everybody's out this week, so we're going to talk some video games. Um, I guess... We'll end up talking about the the big one at the end. I figure after all, you go through your list of yeah. That's all. Uh, uh, well, I did pick up some other stuff, but yeah, I, I so, spent most uh, time. As, so up until Friday, I played mostly Super Mario Odyssey. I am going for all the moons. Oh my! Uh yeah. So once, so I'm at like eight ten, and there's eight hundred and eighty. Uh, it takes also 5,000 something coin, 5,000, 5,000, I think they're 500 piece, no, they're 50 piece, 5,800, I think, or something like that, to get, um, or no, 5,200, anyways, um, to get to 999, which gives you a different ending, um, or bonus ending, whatever. Uh. So far, the dark side of the moon, which I did a couple of stuff on when I borrowed it from a friend originally, um, that's definitely more difficult. What I like is that they bring back previous challenges where you had Cappy, and now it's kind of remixed to where you don't have Cappy. Now, this is not a spoiler, by the way, for a... What was it, like, four-year-old game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, it's not really a spoiler. It's just, it's not like there's a story portion to that. It's just that you have to leave Cappy on, like, a scarecrow when you, before you go in the door um, to these other worlds. Um, those are difficult, but they're difficult... I mean, I was having an issue with one because I feel like the hit detection's off, but the... They're difficult, but they're, like, doable. You just... I realized most of the time it was my fault. 
still to this day, volleyball is doable. I just didn't want to spend the time on it. So there's two moons I'm missing in the ki- the standard kingdoms that you have to go through. And one of them is volleyball. Do you know what the other one is, Ken? Is it probably the jump rope? It's the fucking jump rope. That what is, is what is the, the what is the number you got to get for that? Uh, so it's twenty. It's twenty for the first moon, and it's a hundred for the second. Oh, you can't do a hundred, dude. I thought there was a moon jump... for like a thousand because I did no. like two hundred my first try. Oh my god, I don't know how because he doesn't jump at a the same height. So even with. So when you're hitting, when it speeds up, he starts doing bigger jumps, and that fucks up your rhythm, right? Oh, oh. Um, so I'm like, well, if I get the motor scooter, the, the it's always a continuous jump, but driving it to the point where you're in the jump rope is a pain in the ass. But yeah, no, it's only 100. Um, the volleyball, I just didn't want to waste time on it uh, until after. I figured I'd leave those two till the end. Um... But man, it's just, it's such a good fucking game. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't, my dumbass hadn't even walked into the courtyard from 64. Oh, At this really? point, I don't, yeah, no, I had had the costume. I even bought the metal Mario costume because everything's cooler when you reflect the environment. But uh, yeah, I hadn't, I just didn't realize there was a toad standing there. Um, was kind of disappointed that the courtyard was just the courtyard and there wasn't any booze in it. But, uh, you know, I think that game, the only thing that I would have added to Super Mario Odyssey is one world from Mario 64. It's the only way that game would have been better. was just like one extra level from 64. Um, but yeah, I'm, I was addicted to that. And then uh, I picked up another copy of Penguin Wars. I figure at this point I'm just doing it for the meme of it all. Um <laughs> I have a physical copy on Switch and PS4 because it was the only way to get it on PS4. Um, and I bought it used, and someone had cut out the ESRB ratings, and it annoyed the shit out of me, and I found a brand new copy for like 30 bucks, and went, yep, screw it, I'm replacing it, and I'll just hand this copy off to a friend. So, it, it's such a bizarre thing, I've never seen anyone like... The bo- copy I bought has the same ESRB rating, so it's not like it was their answer to you know, Fixing the problem of a wrong ESRB rating doesn't make any sense to me. So, yeah, that's uh, that's it for me, Ken. Why don't you go through your stuff? <laughs> Hold on, I forgot to tweet. I have to tweet. No, you don't. Why not? They're not, they're not sending us messages. <laughs> Get one. Fuck that guy. Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, alright, well I'll start with, uh, I returned to a Plague Tale, and I'm now, I think, I'm at the farm? Did you play the game? I own it. I have not ever started it up. Again, that's the reason why, I guess, spoiler for everybody, spoiler, uh, I'm not reviewing anymore. It's like, there's so much crap that I've been told to play, not just by you, but by like, and not just people from the site, like other stuff that I just haven't experienced that I'm like, I need to burn through the backlog to a huge extent. Um, so it was just one of those things where it's like, it, and wanting to play a game like Super Mario Odyssey, I wanted to pour way more time into and I just remember having to ditch it, uh, when I borrowed it from my friend. So, um, yeah, no, I want to play Plague Tale. I like picked it up, uh, 
from like in in December like two years ago I think and uh, wanted to play it really bad but I think I also got uh, Star Wars Fallen Order mm. and like I chose that and didn't have a super fun time with that but I liked what I played I never finished that either again another game I want to <laughs> go burn off yeah but let's do, it's just no I have not played it Ken tell me about it well, I at first I was like, okay, so this is like a stealth narrative-driven game, which I was fine with. Um, and then threw in some combat. It kind of turned me off a little bit. And then it, it kind of turns into... So once the... It's no spoiler that the rats are kind of like the focus of that game. Yes, and, and, and like it's not a spoiler that the brother controls them or something like that. Well, that hasn't happened in the game yet. Then I may be wrong. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I'm only on chapter five, I think, I, of seventeen. Do you control the rats then? No. So the oh, beginning maybe is... I must have the wrong thing. You well, know what maybe it happens of... later in the game. I, I don't know. You know what I'm thinking of? I just realized it. I'm thinking of Dishonored. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're thinking of the plague rats. Uh, yeah, the plague rats. Yeah. Well, these rats are plague rats too. Um, and there's definitely an underlying story. There's something going on with the little boy. Like every time the rats appear, he gets like a headache or something. Um. And I just ran into a character that told me that like my family was evil. Like there's darkness in our bloodline or something. So maybe he does control the rats at some point. I don't know. Um. But, yeah, it starts off like a stealth game, then it did the combat, which I, I wasn't really digging. But then it kind of, the, the combat's not really there all the time. It's it's very rare that you have to perform combat. But once the rats are introduced, it becomes more of like a, like a puzzle game. So the rats are, like, averse to light. So what you'll do is you'll have to get torches and light your way through these areas so that you're not attacked by the rats. Um, it's not really hard, and any time that it's a challenge, it's more of like a trial and error kind of challenge, like, hey, here you get from point A to point B, but oh, you messed up, you got eaten by the rats, so you just did the wrong thing. Um, I will say that's that... That's how life, that's how real life goes, too. Oh, you're eaten by the rats. Yeah, I, I, I get my extra man, my extra dude. But um, this game is very pretty. Like, visually, it looks incredible, especially now that it's been upgraded for the new machines. Um, it's it's very much driven around the story, and I don't know... Like, I'm somewhat invested in it, but at the same time, there's parts of it that I'm just like, ah, I don't really care. So, we'll see. I know that I I'm mean, really... It's, it's in that same... I don't want to... That, not genre, but it's the same sort of motif that uh, Greedfall has, right? So, yeah, it, it's kind of got that like uh, that aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do know that I am really tired of hearing Amicia, Amicia, Hugo, Hugo, Amicia, Hugo. Like they say that constantly, yelling at each other. So. No, maybe I I'm gonna try to finish it. Like I said, I'm I want to see what the hubbub bubbub's all about. Everybody's talked about that game a lot, and I have not finished it. So, um, I picked up an old game that I had had sitting in my backlog. 
uh, called Round Guard. You ever play that? I've never even heard of it. Okay, so Round Guard is it's a run-based game. I'm just going to tell you that right now. A bouncy dungeon crawler? It's a Peggle game. Oh my god, it's Peggle. Yeah, it's it's fucking run-based Peggle with RPG mechanics. <laughs> I've never heard of this! Yeah, this game is cool, man. Like, you take your little dude and, and you you kind of like gear him up and then you throw him into these things and bounce him off enemies and potions and I mean it's straight Peggle and I had a ball messing around with that game oh and it's on sale on the eShop today oh well there you go play some play some round guard it's essentially RPG Peggle listen I've played Peggle while we're doing this show, so... <laughs> Dude, I've played so much Peggle in my life. Oh, I've my never played Peggle 2, though. Really? Oh, it's so good. It, I, it, It's not available on Steam, and that's where I played Peggle. I love the most. Oh, that's controls. right, because it's EA. Yeah, and I just went, all right, well, you know, I'm the money in the sun. So, Peggle was my first phone game on my Android phone. I mean, it was just downhill from there then. Yeah, I mean, Angry Birds was fun for a little while, but I got tired of that, but I've never gotten tired of Peggle. Angry Birds, the problem is that you could do the same shot twice and the physics don't act the same, so... Yeah. You know, um, Peggle's pretty on top of that. Peggle and and the original Plants vs. Zombies. I never got into PVZ. Oh, it's... I loved Plants vs. Zombies. Again, another game I played on PC, and then the second one never came to Steam. No, the second one of those had like a bunch of microtransactions, and I just went, no. Yep. That's right, because I think it is on Steam. Or was, anyways. But, um, a lot of games in that era were ruined with uh, Michael transactions. Michael, Michael transactions? That's a joke, don't you know? We, somebody mm-hmm. said that on the show once, and that's just what I'm going to call it. Yeah. Oh, man. I... Don't maybe I wasn't listening then. <laughs> I love my Michael transactions. <laughs> um, I also picked up Zombies Ate My Neighbors slash Ghoul Patrol Pack. I forgot I'm, how fun that game was. I've you tell me you've never played, played Zombies? You know, no, I, I I played it emulated, and I went, yes, yeah, all right. I, it wasn't my thing. I, I don't. I don't know what I'm missing. I just didn't... I didn't love it. I don't hate it. It's not a bad game. It's by far not a bad game. I've never played Google Patrol. I've heard that one's bad, but I don't know if that's just in comparison to... I mean, there, to there's a reason the why... Game. Yeah, that's a, there's a reason why we talk about Zombies Ain't My Neighbors, but we don't talk about Google Patrol. I just... I, it was, like, not my thing. Maybe if I went back to it, I'd find some weird joy in it, but at the time, it just didn't click. I mean, this was... This was over a decade ago. That's a long time. Older, old, old, over that, actually, because I would have been, like, early teens when I was playing emulated stuff on the computer. So. Um, I'm playing two games I can't talk about, uh, but I'm excited to talk about one of them, which is Death Door uh, next week. So, it. I can already tell I'd like that. That you would like Death Door? No, no, that it's not a roguelike? Yeah, it's more like, um... 
it's got a it's little an action bit, uh, adventure. It's an action adventure, but it's got a little bit of souls in it where you can get these shortcuts to make the trip shorter back to the boss. Okay, neat. I I know it's not the same people and I didn't like again, I didn't like Titan Souls, which was their last game. Yeah. Um I didn't like care the for Titan Souls. Of the monsters, but, but Titan Souls there was just some I it was like I remember what boss I was fighting, but I'm like, this is not fun at this point. Like this is very boring. I'm walking a long way to fight a boss and it's just not fun. It's not a puzzle really. Um yeah, no. Um but uh it reminds me of stories a bit, like watching uh this uh, in what is it called again? Death Store? Death Store, yeah. You yeah, play watching, like, like a Grim the... Reaper. Yeah. Am I got the wrong game then? No, it's you're a raven, right? Yeah, the yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, the raven, the crow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um yeah, it it just reminded me of stories, like a more grim version of stories. Yeah. I'm sure there's not the dialogue there, but like the way that the character was moving, I was like, oh yeah, that reminds me a lot of uh, Renard. So yeah, it's fairly similar as far as like the combat and things like that are concerned. It's there's definitely quite a bit to it, and I think that its aesthetic and and kind of the way that it plays does that game a lot of favors. So uh, I'm also playing Samurai Warriors Five, but. I mean, I can't talk about it, even though, like, you can probably guess what kind of game that is. <laughs> hey, everybody, guess what type of game a Warriors game is. Right, all right. Yeah. Um. So the indie games, I played quite a few this week. It was a weird collection this week. So the big one was Bloodroots, which has been out on, I think, PC and PlayStation for a long time. And... I didn't really know what that game was when I started playing it, but I found out real quick. It is a similar to a Katana Zero, where like you're presented with an area, and the objective is to kind of go through it fast and stylish, performing lots of cool moves so like your dude can pick up axes and throw them, or he can get on a barrel and knock people over, or he can ride like a cart to take out enemies, and it's it's really based on how fast. And like how much of the environment you use to kill everybody in the arena before getting to the end. And it's literally a one-hit death. So if you get hit, then you start that section over again. And it's really like stylized. It reminds me a lot of a clay game. Back from like the days of like Shank um, or Mark of the Ninja. Really over-stylized cartoon before they went into more like strategy stuff, um, I'm just referring to the art style of uh, like like how Shank looked, like it's like a comic book kind of. Yeah. Um, Hard, sharp edges and everything. Yeah, like real, like you would think there's like a big black thick outline around the character kind of thing. Yeah, but it plays really good. It's really fast paced. Um, it's very gory. Like there's blood everywhere. Blood Erwer. Blood Erwer. But it was fun. Uh, Two of the indie games this week are horizontal shooters. The first one is called Ice Cream Surfer. And it legitimately one of the characters in the game is a dude surfing on an ice cream cone. Alright. Yeah, I am looking at it. It's uh, very odd. Yeah. 
There is you okay. That is a nightmare. Did you get to like the lettuce boss? Yeah, like everything is like. Yeah, that's not um. Like that's actually disturbing. <laughs> yeah, these weird like horizontal. Both of the horizontal shooters this week are very weird. The other one's called Kuyo Blaster, which uh, I actually had played on the Switch a while back before I played this version, and. That one is just as weird. Like, these games allow you to pick a character, and the character is like this like robot or a little anime girl or a surfer dude, and they're just riding on a weird... Thing. Horizontal shooters are weird. Nobody wants to be um, Parodius or... Um, oh, no, Parodius is vertical. Um, where is it? Um, I mean, Parodius is what you're thinking of, where it's just awkward... I... Shooter though. No, Proteus. Yeah, Proteus is side scrolling. Okay, I did have that right. What? There's another one that is vertical. That's not Proteus. And then there's the other one that's um. Choaniki. Cho and wow, yeah, you were right. Yeah, Choaniki is the one I was thinking of. The uncomfortable, <laughs> uh, whatever you want to call it. The big men in speedos. Uh, homoerotic. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Choaniki being a big deal back in the PlayStation import days. People were like, you guys see this game? I was like, whoa. Okay. Um, Yeah. The next game... Oh, go ahead. Speaking of just Choaniki, there is one where it's like digitized photos. And it reminds me of the the creepy WarioWare title, WarioWare games, but the micro games where you'd like have like a digitized person. You'd be like, this is actually really fucked up. Yeah. And that's, it's just, that's that whole, I think it's the Saturn one or something like that, where they were doing a lot of digitized stuff. Like the Shinobi game was digitized too. And it's just this really fucked up game. Like Tony, he's already weird, but then it's like semi realistic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. All right, sorry. Joe reminds me of, um, for some reason, I think it's probably just dudes and speedos of uh, amount your friends. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you if there was some sort of weird inspiration there. <laughs> All right, uh, the next game is called Wizard. That's the one we joked about last week. Um, this is just like a twin stick shooter. Um, Dungeon crawler. So you basically have a square Metroid style map. Uh, you go room to room. You got to clear the room before the doors unlock. Uh, and the objective is to go through the dungeon, it, find a boss, kill him. Am I looking? Did it get it like graphics change or is it still super boring looking? It's very boring looking. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's extremely. Yeah, if you want a twin stick shooter that uh, goes through like. Um... Uh, a dungeon. Uh, give me a second. I can't remember. I remember what the original one was called. Because um, it was Iron Fisticle was the first one. And That's then they. That's a good name. Did, yeah. um, but then they ended up releasing it. Iron Cryptical. Oh, it's I remember like that game. MI, yeah. MI sequel. That game is so good. Wizard, and not, that's a not great. Shooter. Oh, that's, a, that's kind of a shame. I do um, like twin stick shooters that have a little bit more to them. There's another one by um It was like a it was a Robotron esque and you'd power up between each each round. 
And you could like drop little sentries or a little robot that camera whatever it was called. You, you can power up in Wizard, like you can pick up speed boosts. And... Yeah, but can you power up the graphics? It's no. Kind of a... no. <clears throat> no. And I understand not everybody's an artist, but like when you know, there's that weird shooter that first have you seen that weird first person shooter that like looks like a vapor a vapor wave nightmare? Uh I don't know. Uh, Maybe I will find out the name, but like you know, Wizard just kind of looks like you're playing an MS DOS game, and a not a high tier one either. And what's funny is like there was a theme this week, and that's not the only one of those I played. The other one I played has probably the most peculiar box art I've ever seen. This game is called Restless Night, and it made me feel like I was playing an Atari Twenty Six Hundred game. It's a twin-stick shooter where you're basically just taking out wave after wave after wave of, like, creatures, and they get more complicated. It starts off with zombies, then it goes to zombies and ravens, and then... I don't even know if I would say it looks like Atari. It looks like ASCII art. Yeah, it's a weird... I'm I'm assuming uh, you played that on console? Yes. Does it have the curved screen effect on that as well? Yes. I mean, that's at least trying, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're doing something interesting. It's also got uh, positive reviews on Steam. I mean, it was, oh, I, I played through, like, I played up to the boss wave, and it's not like I hated it. The box art really throws me off, because it reminds me of, like, an, an actual, like, old Atari game with, like, the 70s art style. It's a weird box art. By the way, the game I was thinking of was Cruelty Squad. Oh, I have not seen this game. Oh, that yeah. looks like a mess. It, it it like some of those textures will move too. It's like um, God. from what I've heard, it's like a nightmarish Deus Ex. That is you like weird. change your organs and stuff, and yeah, <sighs> like looking into that game, I was like, what the fuck am I looking at? I don't know what you're looking at. That that's a weird looking game. Overwhelmingly positive reviews. People... This game is like a cult classic already. Um, is it you... this year's Hades, I guess? Uh, I guess. I don't know. Hades feels like far more popular than, than this. You shoot out your intestines to, like, grapple. Okay. Cause, yeah, because th- this is just anything that's... Nightmare. You shoot guys and they explode into, like, bubbles of blood that just sit there in the air. I find it very interesting about, like, the games that are the talk uh, among, like, like the cool kids, for lack of a better word. What was that game last year? Was it called yeah, Valhalla? The survival game? No, no, Valhalla, no, I know what you're talking about. Um, oh my god, give me a second, I'll just look at my screen, friend list, I'm sure. Somebody's probably playing it. (laughs) Everybody talked about that for like a month, and now I have not heard a word about that game since. We we are also not those people. You know, well, there was was two last year. It was that one, and then there was the ghost hunting game. Well, Hades was on there last year, too. And the ghost hunting game is, um, oh my god, all the streamers play that game. Era something. Right. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. It's escaping me for some reason. It's it's just always interesting to me to know what 
kind of that group of people is talking about because a lot of times they'll they'll talk about it like it's the next thing since sliced bread and then you won't um, hear about you... the game ever again. Oh, Phasmophobia was the game. Uh, streamers still play that game, though. Oh, I'm sure they do. Um, it's weird. I look up Ghost Hunting Game, and then for some <laughs> reason it just wrote... I think I... Ghost Hunting Game. Phasmophobia, Ghost Hunters Core, Midnight Ghost Hunt, and then do you remember the PS2 game Ghost Hunter? Oh, yeah, the Capcom... Or... No. It's... It was one of those it Japanese was, games. I know what you're talking uh, about. Well, it was developed by Gorilla. Cambridge, oh, really? But it was published by Namco in the States? Yeah, Namco. It was published by Namco in the States. It wasn't published by Sony over here. What the hell? For some reason. Which game and that game that? goes for a lot of money. For some fucking reason. That, well, that's All like right. Rule of Rose goes for a bunch of money. And that game fucking sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've never, I've never understood the weird PS2 horror games. Like, I understand why Silent Hill, but like Ghost Hunter is not a Ghost Hunter is not a bad game, but it's a bad Shadow Man. Oh, you remember? <laughs> I, you remember the Konami game you control with the headset? Was it Lifeline? Lifeline. I never played it. I wanted to as a kid, and in hindsight, I go, "Oh man, I would have probably had a fucking." It would have been oh, a nightmare. It was awful. It was awful. Uh, I I remember Hey You Pikachu, and I can't imagine we went beyond that. There were there was this time when headsets were included with your console, where they made some really fucked up games. Where I think you... Manhunt still has the best use of a microphone on. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. There was yes, one too. on. There was another one. Oh god, it was like a military game where you could control your squad. Uh well I was thinking there's the uh GameCube game, um uh Adama. Yeah, Adama's the pinball pinball where you have to tell your squad to get out of the way of yeah. the fucking pinball. I just can't uh... talk to my video games. I've never been able to talk to my technology. It makes me feel awkward. I don't mind it if it's like small, but I don't talk. Don't tell me to talk for the character. It it especially nowadays when we're getting into weird stuff like the uh, female android from the screen opening screen of um, the game that I couldn't play because she turned me off of the game so much. Oh, Detroit, Detroit, yeah, like uh, yeah, definitely don't bring that back. Thanks. I remember giving my family history to Sea Man. As he actually asks yeah. you that. Yeah, I've he, heard nightmare stories of where Seaman goes with. I mean, he remembers too. Like when you would come back to talk to him, he would ask how, like, your girlfriend or your sister or whoever you told him about is doing. It's. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, Odama was the same guy, so. Yeah, he creeped me he's out. Got, he's got some weird. Weird concepts. There were. There were some... And that microphone was not just used for that. It was also used for that um, that alien attack game on the Dreamcast and a couple other things. Dreamcast was a weird system. <laughs> a lot of weird shit on that console. Still has the best fishing controller, though. Fuck every other fishing controller. That thing was the bomb. We need fishing controllers to come back. I hate to say it, but like... 
bring bring because I hate having to buy peripherals, you know, but bring back fishing controllers. I miss a good fishing controller. But I'd need a good fishing game with it. Okay. So my favorite fishing game is still Final Fantasy fifteen. Because I spent an hour an hour reeling in the fish and that was on the successful catch. Man, I still give me some Sega uh, Bass fishing. I'm all about that game. Fish but I on. want people. I want. Fish you know, it's another good fishing game that they ruined because they removed the RPG elements. Legend of the River King. Oh yeah, I remember that game. Oh, the two Game Boy games are great, and then that series just decided to be like fishing Harvest Moon, and oh, everything no. becomes Harvest Moon at some point. Yeah. That's the that's the way. That's the natural way. It's like the um everything becomes a crab in evolution. Well yeah. I can't remember what it's called. I'm just gonna say crabification. I literally have crabification. I've I've Google searched crabification. <laughs> well you done ruined your Google search algorithm now. It's called uh Carson Carsonization. Oh, well there you go. It's, like no, it's it's officially That's called crabific. It's officially called crabification now. That's the new word for uh, it. Count it. Yeah. All right. Nature loves a crab. Two, anyway, sorry. Two games left. One of them I couldn't play, which was Lost at Sea, which depresses me because that that sounded like a neat game. Uh, isn't Lost at Sea already out? Well, I mean, it is just that... came out this week. I... Oh no, sorry. That is not the game. What is the Give me a second. I have to look at my wall. I have a I have a game called something similar. I I don't know. This was a this is an indie newer game where okay. the game I was thinking of was Lost Sea, which was an indie title, and that was like one of the earliest um, limited run games. So that's the reason why I was like, oh yeah, no. But even if you look at Lost at Sea game, Lost Sea is the third hit on on uh, Google Images. Well, I mean, it makes sense. This game just came out, and it's about a woman. Who's struggling with like a um, some issues mentally, and like she goes into this nightmare world of a, like abandoned island. But I couldn't play it because number one, it doesn't have any inversion for the first person controls, and secondly, it does not have a way to pause the game. So like I was pressing the start and the back buttons and all the other buttons, and nothing was happening, and I was like trying to figure out if I could switch my controls, and then the options, there's no controls. I was like, I can't play this. Um, and then the last game was the Rattalaika game, which was, um, Within the Blade, which is a 2D side-scrolling mixture of ninja stealth and action. And it's not very good. Alright. So, the big game. Yeah. Is Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. Yeah. Don't worry about not getting an amiibo. Apparently, Nintendo couldn't get them out fast enough. So, man, I don't. I'm still mad about the fact that they're they're locking a quality of life feature behind a fucking twenty five dollar amiibo. A lot of people have been trying to bring up the um, Metroid Samus Returns hard mode as a as an equivalent, and I'm going to say that no, it's not. Um, I realized that, like, yeah, trying to get the Metroid... I don't know why I thought it was a Zero Suit Samus uh, Amiibo, but, um... Which I picked up, too, recently, because I figure 
Good lord, I don't know what amiibos are going to work with the new Metroid game. And that's annoying. Um, it's great once you have You can use them with multiple games and they unlock stuff throughout multiple games because it's like paying for DLC once and they're applying to a bunch of other games. But um, none of the other amiibos, none of the other Zelda amiibos work with Skyward Sword HD. They work with Twilight Princess. They, they work with uh, Breath of the Wild, too. Yes, I mean, that one was kind of the obvious one, but I mean, like, because that, that's what kind of when they released a bunch of Amiibos, but, like, Twilight Princess, which is a port, right, of an of a, let's say, the Wii game, but it's technically a port of a GameCube one, um, and it's a full remaster, which I'll have, con- we'll have a conversation about. Like, it, it still allowed you to use other Amiibo. So, like, the Ganondorf Amiibo... Unlocked a hard mode. Again, no one complained about it really that. Not to the same level that they're complaining about the Metroid one. Because of the Skyward Sword. Like, the Skyward Sword one, like, yeah, it would be nice to return to the sky from anywhere. Now, I haven't had that problem yet. Well, I mean, there's there's a save spot, but, like, every five minutes. Yeah, but I do understand the upset. Like, I'm upset I couldn't get one. Like, I would have liked to have had it. So let me ask you a question. In order in order to actually do it, do you have to scan it every time, or do you just scan it once and then you can just do it? I bet you have to scan it every time. Okay, fuck that. That's stupid. Um I don't know, because you could you can save amiibo to the console, I'm pretty sure, right? Most games allow you to store the amiibo, yeah. So like so like with Mario Odyssey, every time you want to search for a moon location and you're using uh, a Mario Amiibo, uh, you have to scan an Amiibo. And I, but that being said, it also tells you what Amiibo it is scanned. So it's like, oh, you scanned the Dr. Mario one out. That's the one that's looking for our star right now. It'll be another five minutes. Do you want to scan another Amiibo? <laughs> so it's like, I, I guess you can't save them that way because it's not. So I don't know. But I... Yeah. It, it's That was poorly handled. They should have just not done that. Yeah, you think? I mean, like, is it too much to ask for a different costume or something? Like, but I think that brings me to my first problem with this game is, boy, looking at it, sometimes it looks very pretty, and at other times you yeah, this is a fucking Wii game. Yeah, for sure, and Nintendo Nintendo gets away with a lot of shit, but I will say one thing about Nintendo is that their art direction is very, very good. I think this game... It's the most boring of the Zeldas, maybe next to Twilight Princess. No, I mean, like, visually, first of all, I never liked Fish Lip Link. I didn't <laughs> like it in Twilight Princess, and it's even worse here. Um, but uh, looking at, so when you played it on a Wii, I mean, it looked, I think part of it, because it was blurry, it did kind of look like a, an Impressionist painting. And when I'm playing it in high definition, that stuff doesn't look as good. Yeah, it's just like when you when you high res a pixel art, it doesn't quite look yeah. the way it was supposed to. Right. So it's one of those like, oh, they didn't put the same same effort into the graphics as they did with Twilight Princess, which was like a full remaster, right? They didn't do the same work as they did with Wind Waker. And I know those are more loved games but it's like in this attempt to second sell this um or third sell it 
Skyward Sword? Came out on the Wii and the Wii U. Skyward Sword did not come out on the Wii U. As anything but a Wii... Like, if you if you buy the Skyward Sword on the Wii U, it is just the Wii game. It's up. It's not a remaster. Was it the original, or did they actually make a skew for it? I thought they made a skew for it. No, Maybe no, I'm no, wrong. No, no, no. You're wrong. Like, they, they... Skyward Sword, if you buy a digital copy of... Because that's the only way it came out. Um, oh, that's they, right. That's when they were doing just digital versions. Like, Mario games. Galaxy... Yeah. Okay, and they, okay. And they... And when you start those up, it, you just don't have to start up the Wii mode. Play them. They they just start up and they automatically boot the Wii. Gotcha. Um, That's what it was. Okay. I was trying to remember when I started playing it. And I was like, this came out on the Wii, right? No, they, the Wii U? They, no, they did, okay. They did, the, they did the Metroid Prime trilogy the same way. Gotcha. Um, okay. And I mean, it made sense because very weirdly, Skyward Sword was hard to track down for a long time. I remember that. Which is weird because it was a big seller still, and like I paid full price for mine, and this was years after the fact that it came out, and like I found a new copy sitting in a grocery store of all things, um, in their like rundown electronics department, um, yeah, like it just, it's nice that they're reissuing this, but it's like, I don't think. They're doing a very. It doesn't do a very good job of making love this game that maybe you didn't feel was as good, right? Like I know that the the opinion of Wind Waker was that it wasn't realistic enough when it came out, and people turned came around on that. And Twilight Princess, I think we all can feel now that the beginning is a bit slow, but that game does turn into something special. Um, I think the dialogue was a little overwhelming, positive at the beginning. But it's like, you return to that game, and I feel like that they've given you reason to remember what was great about it. And in Skyward Sword HD, I'm like, yeah, you just ported this, and you had to make the changes, because literally you had to make the changes. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I mean, the, the, the changes had to be made because they don't have... The Wii control. Exactly. But, and, I do say that those changes are making that game better. Oh, so for sure, I tried the motion control. Ha <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I didn't even um, bother. I turned it off immediately uh, at the beginning. Here's why I hate the motion control. Uh, it's easier to swing your sword. Or it was easier at first to realize how to swing the sword. I thought I had to like point down and then up, but no, you just flick the stick in the direction that you want Link to swipe. Mm -hmm. um, but flying the loft wing with the motion control was absolutely abysmal. I'm not doing this anymore. Um, it still feels like, yeah, there's times where you would definitely be better off with the motion control. It, it's, it's, it's odd because it's like, yeah, you get the full, uh, you get the full camera control all the time. L. Yeah, you gotta right? hold the button, You're which I, I feel like... <sighs> They should have reversed it, right? Yeah, they, they should have, have made it so L. when you wanted to use the sword, you sword. had to pull the trigger, but yeah. Or the item that you're using. Like, I don't I don't get why they wouldn't have done that. Because, like, half the time, I don't need my sword out. So what's the fucking point of having not the camera control? I'm just holding L down. Yeah, you're just uh, literally holding a button down constantly. Neither control is exactly what it should be. 
and I understand that part of that is from the the difficulty of porting this game over, but like, good God, it's just I I don't know how you ended up on these two options as the main options. Like again, just had they had the L pulls out your sword, I might have been like, all right, good. Yeah, now um, I'm controlling my sword. But you know it. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, the game is far. God, the fact that I don't have to listen to Fee. I mean, <laughs> the fact that it doesn't penny. pop a cutscene every time you pick up an item. Uh, yeah, and then you can skip cutscenes. Yeah, you can skip them. You can fast forward through the dialogue. It's like I re. <sighs> It's weird because I'm like remember like I'm seeing not re- really remembering re-experiencing. It's not like I'm having a flashback and what like funny parts like when the Loftwing uh, uh, wakes up Link at the beginning and it's stupid big googly eyes. It just kind of spacing out and then just spits the letter out on the ground and then it pops its head back out. I'm like for some reason like slapstick humor. I'm like that really works. Like it made me laugh and like it's just certain things i'm like yeah this is great and then you know it's probably the most lovey-dovey story between link and zelda oh yeah um you know man just some of the stuff is like even now still i'm like yeah right can we can we talk about the biggest improvement to this game can we uh which is i made it to farron woods within an hour i definitely took my time Going through this game because I've fucking abandoned this game. That, you're going to abandon it again if you keep trying to do everything because this game is too fucking long. <laughs> I mean, I'm still like I think maybe max four hours, and I'm in the I'm in the temple and stuff. Just taking my time. I am in the volcanic area already. I just got there. I got the bombs for the first time, which, by the way, is so much better with an analog stick than trying to weeble. Yeah, well, oh my god, it's so much better. <laughs> the beetle is so much better. Oh god, yeah. The, again, the, the fucking tilting and the moving and the... It doesn't work that well. It didn't work that well on Wii. And it's weird, because if you play Wii Sports Resort with the motion, same motion controls, they work incredibly good. It's just because you're not doing a fucking stupid-ass adventure where it has to be all these things. And it works... The original Wii controller works fine with Zack and Wiki, but I fucking hated Twi- uh, not Twilight Princess, this. The Twilight Princess controls seem like fucking godsend in comparison to the Wii version of this. Because like, they, they tried to it. do they tried to do two they tried to do more than the Wii was capable of. No, yeah, this thing flies with it, and it's like also, speaking of inverted controls, thank god that's an option. And on everything. Like there's that, three I mean, different like flying, inversions. So flying without <clears throat> inverted controls never made sense to me. Like I should pull down to go up. I I am still mad that um the boss of the first temple is the fucking goofy elf dude, and I'm like, man, I really want like a big monster boss instead of this guy because I don't. The sword fighting is not great. I would rather have used like my items that I obtained in the dungeon to fight the final. Uh, whatever. Well, I mean, they really want to show off uh, their stupid motion controls, which, yeah, I mean, don't really work. <laughs> I, yeah, gear, 
Yeah, I couldn't remember how to. Gura or whatever Gura his him. fucking name. With his <clears throat> big lips and tongue. his tongue. His blah, 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 blah. <laughs> God. Man, I I just remember I hate because I remember looking up the story and I'm like, yeah, this this is dumb. They, they really sold this game on being the first in the timeline, and I really wish they hadn't. Also, somebody pointed out it's really weird seeing them refer to 25 years as a special event because like this game came out on the 25th anniversary. Yeah, they're like 25 years ago is when we opened our thing. <laughs> it's like. Ah, yeah, we're a decade later. I don't know why Nintendo... Well, I, it's Nintendo, so I guess I do know why, but I don't know why they don't just remaster or remake Link to the Past or Ocarina. Like, those well, are the games. I, you know what? I don't want them to remake Link to the Past, because I don't think anything is going to look as good as the Pixel art. Maybe um, not, but what if they did it in the Link's Awakening style? I mean, I mean that would okay, be pretty. I, you rad. know what I prefer? You know I'd prefer if they took their three D models that they had for Link Between Worlds and just use those because they are the art style from. So, like a high def version like, of that. I mean, yeah, I don't think you'd have to do too much work with the textures and stuff. It's just because the resolution of the three D S screen isn't great, right? So. Because uh, I've seen the up-res version of a lot of the 3DS games through emulator, and like they look fantastic. So, you know, it's whatever they're doing to that. They, it, I think it's because mostly they're flat polygons, or not flat, or shaded polygons, right? They're not textured heavily. So just take that game's graphics and put that on A Link to the Past. But it's like, yeah, it feels like kind of a fuck you on the 35th anniversary of... <laughs> Skyward uh, Sword. This to be the only thing, and it's like they've got to be doing more. They have to be doing more. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know because it's also the 35th anniversary of Metroid, and like I know Metroid's well, going in game. Nintendo doesn't give a shit about like, Metroid. Yeah, you say that, but they're they're coming out with a new game. Like they've been in development Samus for what? Like well, no, asking for a Samus Returns remake, and they did or a Return to Samus remake, and they did it. Right, so it's like they don't obviously hate that franchise. They they it obviously does well enough to make money. Um, but I don't, I, I've heard stories beast, that Nintendo like, of Japan absolutely despises Metroid. I've also heard stories that Mother Three is coming out, so you know how my feelings of stories. Well, I'm not talking about Nintendo. rumors. I'm talking about legitimately the company in Japan does not care for Metroid because it is not a big seller. Over there, but I mean, obviously, it makes money because they would. The better example is everybody seems to hate F Zero because it doesn't make money. You know, like Sega's the whatever uh, the guy from Yakuza who did F Zero is willing to make another one, but it's just Nintendo's call. But anyways, I feel like this is kind of like a real shit offering for the 35th and like to be clear i don't i'm not hating this game playing through it again it's definitely better than the wii version um i'm i'm having a good time um but like it is disappointing that this is it yeah i was really hoping for that wind waker twilight princess pack 
even if that's not what they're going to port over, which I, I mean, would love those make sense. Like those two games make perfect sense well, to port. Where, where's if, if but what I'm saying is, it's like if that's not what they want to port over, um, where is my like if they don't want to port over the the remaster? Like, where's my Ocarina of Time Majora's Mask? Like, <laughs> where is any of this? All this content. And it's like, I know Nintendo's one that puts it in the vault and shit, like Disney, but it's like... But they don't I put it really... in the vault. They've re-released those games so many times. Exactly. That, that's my, my problem. Like, they put a bunch of stuff away and then don't return to it. And this is like the first time I've not been able to play this game really since it relaunched on a Nintendo console. Oh, yeah? They... I think about it. Uh, 3DS was the first game, first con- game handheld console that could do Majora's Mask and Ocarina, even though I'd probably pull it off on on DS uh, Ocarina, anyways. But okay, so you get full remakes on there, or not for remakes, remasters, whatever. Who gives a shit. Re- remakes. Uh, but on N64, you have Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, right? Two beloved games. They were available on GameCube. You could play that on the Wii, but they also sold those games on the Wii, and then they also sold those games on the Wii U, and now Switch, and like, absolutely not. And I think my big, my bigger, and I, I'm a bigger Majora's fan than Ocarina of Time, but you can't even play Ocarina of Time. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just give me those ROMs on a cartridge. Like, do whatever you did with the um, Mario collection. Well, I think maybe that was their plan and things got bumped. I don't know. I feel like like those things have to be coming. Like a Zelda 3D collection. Maybe Majora... Majora... uh, Ocarina... Majora and, like, I don't give a shit what else you put in there. Like, work... Shit, I'll buy a collection of... Listen, they, you know they're going to sell Wind Waker and Twilight Princess separate if they reissue them. It's because we'll buy can. them! Yes, but I don't think you could do that with Ocarina of Time Majora's Mask. However, take the 3D models and the work that... Where, what's Grezzo doing? Did Grezzo close? Grezzo no is the people that did the... Um... No, they're still around. What the fuck are they doing? They they just ported Metopia. On to Switch, have them port the fucking Zelda games. Dude, I don't understand why Nintendo doesn't have more... I don't know why Nintendo's not dumping 20 games onto the Super Nintendo Nintendo libraries every month. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why Nintendo do what Nintendo do. I I don't know. But I mean, like... Can I just... So, Grezzo did some game called Line Attack Heroes in 2010, but in 2011 they did Ocarina of Time 3. Then they ported Four Swords Anniversary Edition. They did a Street Pass game. They did uh, some game design for Legend of Legacy. But then they ported Majora's Mask in 2015. Uh, co-developed Triforce Heroes, which I think is my least favorite Zelda game. Uh, it's not really a mainline one, but it's also claimed to be the sequel to A Link to the Past. The direct the direct sequel, which I think is a bigger abomination than Skyward Sword. The start story, um, 
And then they did their own game, Ever Oasis, which is kind of a Zelda game. Then they ported Luigi's Mansion, and then they... And... You know, like, they've had some other stuff in between, but, like, they clearly know Zelda. Why Mito bring... Why not? Bring me my fucking... <laughs> well, it's just, like, they did two great remasters. I know some people hate the Majora's Mask 3D remaster, but I love that game. I think it's great. Um, bring those over. Like, they're stuck on a console that has a low le- uh, resolution. And they're, they're great 3D models. And boy, that's the way to play those games, because the N64 games do not look great. Well, I mean, what do you but, expect? Um, I have to just point this out, too. Going back to Skyward Sword, like, wow, I totally see how they got to uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that game was like a template for Breath of the Wild. Yeah, like, oh, the stamina gauge. The, the climbing walls. Semi- I mean, yeah, this semi-open world that isn't really paid off on. Um, yep. God, what was the other thing? Oh, breaking weapons. But yeah, the shield, shield obviously weapon breaks. Breaking like um, um, elemental effects to your weapons and shields, and yeah, yeah. That game it's is like one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, now I see the direct thing, like. Maybe we should move further from those songs. Oh, breaking news. No. I'll talk about that oh. in a minute. Okay, um, well, that's my... Anyways, I don't hate this game. I'm, I'm not trying to shit on it completely. I just... It I, does I, feel I, weird that this is it, and then and that, to, to be honest, it doesn't feel as well done as what they put out on the Wii U, which wasn't... Right? Like, it just... It, you know, if I, I wish the love and care that, like, Awakening, which, I mean, was a full remake... There's no old code in that. Um, but, like, you know, you look at Twilight Princess, like, they redid all... I don't remember who did it. It was, it was a third party, but like, they should have had a third come and do whatever they did with those games on this. And that's where I kind of just be like, you know, you're asking for the Amiibo, like, I'm playing the game, and yeah, you the proper improvements that you had to do, but I feel like that's where you stopped. And, like, there could have been more to this game that you would change without fundamentally changing that. Like, why does this game not look more like Breath of the Wild in terms of visuals? Like, I, I don't think it's as strong as Breath of the Wild is. Because it looks like a Wii game from 10 years ago. I mean, even all that said, boy, it feels good to get back to some core Zelda. <laughs> From, you mean Breath of the Wild? Well, Breath of the Wild didn't have, like, traditional dungeons. Dungeons. Yeah, I missed the puzzles. Like, yeah. the puzzles were the best part of Breath of the Wild, and once I finished those, I was like, I guess it's time to finish the game now. Yeah, like, I, 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 I literally went combat. into that first temple, and I was like, oh, man, it's been too long since I've done one of these. I don't know. I don't hate that game... I don't think it's the best Zelda. I think it's one of the worst Zeldas, but I'm still It's it's a it's a bad So from the bottom I would go Triforce Heroes and then probably this. I think I hated um, Spirit Tracks more than this. Okay, well I didn't want to say it because I don't like Spirit Tracks. I liked I liked Phantom Hourglass more than Spirit Tracks. 
Yeah, I don't like I don't like those two games. Um, but I like Spirit Tracks even less than Phantom Hourglass. But even if I di- even if I because I have to, I should probably reevaluate uh, Spirit Tracks. Um, I know I played that when it came out and was like, okay, I don't really care for this as much as I did Phantom Hourglass. The the, the um, God, what's it called? Um, novelty is worn off. But yeah. I'm wondering if I go back, I would enjoy it more. Um, but yeah, you know, it's still a good game. I won't say it's a bad game. I, it's not gonna blow anyone away though. <laughs> that joke because they're in the the sky. Well, you could you can blow into the 3ds for one of the oh, games. Oh no, right? I meant I meant I meant the Skyward Sword. Oh yeah, no Skyward, Skyward Sword is not gonna blow anyway. But it's like not a bad game. No, I'm enjoying you know, like, playing it's a it. Bad Zelda game. It's not the best. It's by far one of the worst Zelda games, but that still makes it a pretty good game. Yeah, Zelda games are some of the best ever made, and even the worst one is going to be better than most of its clones. That's that's just that that's just the way it works. Yep. All right. Uh, let's talk about what's coming out this week. This week actually starts the um. The big Game Pass, the summer to fall Game Pass stuff, like all those day one releases. Okay. This week what starts them. This week? So Chris Tales uh, is that uh, RPG from Devolver, I believe it's Devolver. Uh, that's a day one Game Pass. Uh, Death's Door is out this week. That's not on Game Pass, I don't think. Uh, In the Rays of Light, uh, The Last Stop, which is that narrative-driven like loop based game that's a day one in game pass um chris tales is published by modus sorry modus um the last stop the last stop is that the, uh, we've talked about this game a bunch and like it was in one of those showcases where this guy's talking to the people at work and he keeps getting to do the thing over and over again to try to do it right oh man i Okay, yeah, you, that's right. You talked about this before. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, the only reason... Yeah, Annapurna Publishing. It, exactly. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So that's in Game Pass, so you'll be able to check that out. Uh, and then Orcs Must Die 3 is also out on consoles this week. Um, that's it for the new console. So PS4, Xbox One, we've got to keep its trip hellbound and debriefed. That's not coming to both. This is just for those machines. Uh, Blasphemous Deluxe Edition. Uh, Cotton Reboot. You all remember Cotton. Uh, Ender Lilies making its way over to PlayStation. The Sims 4 Cottage Living. Urban Trial Tricky Deluxe Edition. Uh, Blue Fire making its way over to PlayStation. That's that um, action-adventure game I talked about last week. Uh, Mind Maze, a lot of the stuff we've already talked about, Chris Tales, Death Door, those are all coming to PS4 and Xbox One as well. Uh, the Last Rolling Hero, uh, Airy Calm Mind, Scrap Garden, and Where the Snow Settles. And Nintendo Switch. Um, Sims, Sims Cottage Life, all I can picture is like a Sim that's addicted to eating cottage cheese. I know cottage always makes me think of cottage cheese. I can't help it. And it's not not a pleasant thought. No, cottage cheese is a bad thing. 
Uh, Switch. SpaceX Commander. Akiba's Trip. Blasphemous. Cotton Reboot. Chris Tales. Mind Maze. All those games we were talking about. Steam. Rails to Riches. Complete Edition. Terra Trilogy. Fatal 12. Mousebot. Escape from Cat Lab. Pokemon Unite. What is that? Something can't have a Pokemon name without being official, so what? It's a strategic team battle game being developed by the Pokemon Company and Tencent Games. Oh, there you go. Interesting. Uh, Hashtag Pinocchio Super Puzzles Dream. Okay. Bishujo Battle Mahjong Solitaire. Bunny Bounce. Uh, Naya Common Adventures. Racing Extreme 2. Terra Bomber, Terra Lander, Terra Lander 2, Rock Slide Rescue. That's a lot. Timothy vs. the Aliens. Woodblock Escape Puzzles 3. 112 Operator. Danino Space Adventure. Freddy Spaghetti 2. Hunter Shooting Champ. And Truck Simulator 2. Thank God that Freddy Spaghetti saga continues. Yes. I I was wondering where Freddy Spaghetti would go next. The lore. (laughs) Absolutely. Alright, time for some news. I'll start with the breaking news because I'm the only one who cares. Overwatch Summer Games returns on Tuesday. Yay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. An excuse to, to grind boxes for myself. <sighs> Alright, uh, this is the week of delays. Normally we get one, maybe two. This week we got a lot. So we'll start off with our uh, Resident Evil Reverse. How you say it? Reverse has been delayed to 2022. Um, that's a weird one because it didn't. It, wasn't it supposed to like launch around? Yeah, it came yeah. with Resident Evil Eight. Yeah, that's what I thought. I it even downloaded on my machine when I got the game. And now it's been delayed to 2022. I'm like, why even do it? Who the fuck is going to play that in 2022? No one's wanted it. Nobody was going to play it in 2021. I don't know. Uh, Ubisoft delayed Riders Republic to later this year and Rainbow Six Extraction to next year. Uh, The Xbox exclusive Game Pass Day 1 Warhammer 40k Darktide has been delayed to 2022. And Ghostwire Tokyo has been delayed to 2022. Which means the Xbox... surprising, so we hadn't really seen anything. Yeah, that game got rebooted, so I think that's probably why. Which means we won't see it on Xbox till 2023. (laughs) An Xbox-published game from an Xbox Game Studios team is not coming out till 2023. Oh, I love contracts. Don't you love contracts? 
EA has announced that there will be no Star Wars games at EA Play. Uh, yeah, not a surprise. I'm, I was kind of expecting to see Fallen Order 2. I really well, was. Because we're moving into the end of their contract, right? Their exclusivity contract? Well, their exclusivity contract's already over. Don't you remember Ubisoft announced one? No. They, their contract wasn't over. Their contract was going to be over this year. I don't think it's done until, like, the end of the year. And then... But Ubisoft has to start working on it now. Well, there was another company working right. on one, too, I think. Yes, but I, I believe it was be, not because the contract was over, but that there was, like, the end was in sight, and, and Disney said it will no longer be exclusive. Well, it's no afterwards. longer exclusive, but EA still has the rights to make games. I think. Yeah, but EA are big babies, and they'll take their ball home and not allow others to play, so. I don't know. Uh, Nickelodeon Smash Clone All-Star Brawl was announced, and the internet went banana sandwich. Yeah, it looks pretty good, actually. I mean, it's published by Game Mill, though, so. Yeah, but I like the Nick Kart racing game. I mean, I like it, too, but let's look at their other releases, shall we? G.I. Joe, the, Ru- the Rise of Cobra. Transformers. Transformers. Um, that um, Karate Kid game, Cobra Kai. I mean, those I are they might have... Give me a second. <laughs> I mean, their, um, their track record's not great. Big Black Hunter. Big rigs over the road racing. Yeah. Archie Network Battle Crashers, Cobra Kai, Frozen, Olaf's Quest. I thought they had. Hold on, now I have to. Wow, crappy games wiki has a page for game millionaire. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to whoop ass as Powder Toast Man as much as everybody else does. Okay, but come on. Oh, I thought they were the ones that published that Ice Age game too. But no, they are not. Activision did that, I think. No. Uh, Maneater DLC called Truth Quest has been dated for the end of August. Yeah. I mean, sharks and aliens? Come on, man. Tell me you don't want to play that? I want to play that. I'm going to play it. I liked, I, I've liked. i reviewed that game twice. <laughs> that, that game is wonderful. I will buy DLC for that game. Um. Uh... So after we covered last week, the biggest sell, uh, most expensive game ever sold. Um, it was beaten one week before, right at, right as we finished the podcast. Yeah, it was beaten, and then a bunch more popped up, which led me to believe I was correct in saying that this is a money laundering scheme. Um, I don't think it's a money laundering scheme. Somebody bought a copy of of Oblivion. Okay, give me a minute. I don't think it's a money laundering scheme. I believe... Because money laundering scheme means you have dirty money that needs to look clean, right? That is not what I think is happening here. I don't think money's being moved at all. I think this is totally internal. It all looks like there's money being changed. Because, let's be honest, there's zero reason why Super Mario 64 sells for 
over a million. Ever. Miyamoto would have had to, like, shit... Like, cover that box in his own shit for there to be any sort of weird value increase. Like, blessed from the gods themselves. Horseshit. It's... The the thing is, is that, like, it's a popular game. People know what it is. It's sealed. We've slabbed it. And it'll get us press if it sells for a lot. Because it's one of the most common games, if not the most. So, how does Super Mario 64 sell for more than the Nintendo PlayStation? Or, in other ways of putting it, how does one of the most popular video games of all time, which we definitely still sealed copies out there, right? Whether you want to say the grading's different or not. How does this sell for a third of Action Comics 1? Uh, that's the original Superman comic. Because that only sold for three point something million dollars. Right? And there's only a couple of those in existence still. So there's zero reason, but it always gets press. It always gets press from, from not video game sources either. So the, my assumption is, is that there's no money being traded hands. And I'm not the only one that thinks this, because I'm interested in what the fuck is going on with this mess. Um, it's that they have some attachment to the grading company. That they make money off of this somehow. Because every game that's graded, people pay for that. Well, I have a sealed copy of Super Mario 64. Maybe there's a bunch of them, right? People start thinking they have a million dollar seller. They send it off to WADA to get graded. And then WADA only sells through Heritage Auctions. It, it, there's there's something fucky. I mean, maybe it's money laundering. I just don't, yeah, I I don't think it's that smart. I ain't got the slightest idea. I can play Super Mario sixty four for less than a million dollars. I can tell you that. Yeah, it, it that's that's the biggest thing. Like, there's a bunch of rare games that don't sell for this. Like, how did a Nintendo World Championship card sell for less than Super Mario sixty? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> there's it's, less of them. It's all stupid. Yeah. All right, the last three stories I have are all kind of sort of big, but uh, we'll start um, with the end. Yeah, before you before you do one, do you, do you do you have the take two news? Take two news. Yeah, um, they've taken down uh, a bunch of GTA San Andreas and GTA Vice City mods. They've no. been up for years. Nope, didn't they even did see this. They did a big DMCA notice on a bunch of mods. Like one of them was a way for you to play the Vice City and Liberty City Stories games uh, on PC because it was never got released. There was just the PSP and PS2 versions. Hmm. Um, there was another one that combined all the maps into one game. That's gone. Uh, you know, it's uh, San Andreas is 16 years old and they're going after mods on a game. It's Rockstar. That old. Well, they said they wouldn't. That's the thing. Like, they also said they would never do that. But now they are, because, let's be honest, that's not what their priority is anymore. Don't make single-player games. No, they're about online games. So, I just thought, thought that was interesting that these mods have been up for this long. And I mean, there's been other shit happening in the mods community where, like, uh, uh, Nexus has removed the ability for uh, mod creators to 
take down their mods after a bunch of mod creators basically would take them down because they had a pissy fit. Yeah, it it's a very weird scene that like is kind of dying off in general, anyways. And it's like, let's be honest, did you know that there was the mod that combined all the maps into one, or that you could play this stories games on PC via mods? No, no, I do until now. I saw it. Yeah, exactly. But like, no one was paying attention to this, and yeah, now now everybody's looking. It's like that's really fucking weird for a company to go and do that. Really, they weren't infringing on any sales. So, just bizarre. Anyways, sorry, Ooh. your news. Uh, NPD this month was very interesting. Uh, Xbox was the top dollar seller. Uh, the Nintendo Switch was the best-selling unit-wise. But seeing Xbox make a- NPD news... Yeah. That's big news. So. uh, This sparked a conversation across the internet that is as old as time itself. Psychonauts 2 has an invincibility mode. And it made people mad. (laughs) Um. Oh my god, I forget the gentleman's name. Um. He's in a wheelchair. Oh, Uh, Steven Spawn. Yeah, Spawn, yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, Steven's, up, a, Steven's up, a great guy, yeah. Yeah, and like, Steven, uh, he, he he pointed out that it's not, it's not for you. Like, if, you, if you're, like, taking offense to it, yeah, it's not there for It's for people who, who may not be able to physically do it. And that's I mean, the thing, like, yeah. like when we talk about video games, and like I realize that some people just don't have the finances for the stuff. I, I totally understand that, and like, you know, Nintendo does a pretty good job with their Mario games because, like, give you things after a couple of tries. Um, Sony's you know, the, you, Sony's truly the best. At I was it. gonna say Sony. Sony's the best at it, and I got to give special credit to um, Naughty Dog in particular. They have the best version. I mean, still want to know how the fuck you can play Last of Us 2 without being able to see. But they say it's possible. People have said it's possible. So I'll take their word for it. Um, you know, it's it's not for you. And that's the reason why when there's dialogue about, like, man, everybody should play Dark Souls. Well, these people want to play it too. Like... You either want people to play the video games that you like, or you want to keep it uh, insular. Am I using that word properly? I think I am. Um, you want to keep it like in your little clique. You, you can't have both. You can't have your game... You can't tell people to be like, play, my, play the game I like, but then be like, also, you have to like it the exact same way I do. I don't know how that works at all. Like... It's just such a weird thing that this conversation keeps coming up. No one's asking that Dark Souls online gets like infested by people who are invincible. Because no, just disable asking. that if you if you turn those things on. Just disable that. It's not. And and enough with the the. Well, it changes their vision. No, no. How the fuck? If your vision is, I'm trying to be a pain in the ass. Congratulations. That's not a good game design, and that's not what Dark Souls ever has been. So I don't understand how that's the. T- 
because they've like, they've they've taken it as their own. They've made their own kind of mental. Because narrative. they think that being good at video games is some sort of. Oh, dude! I honor. play Overwatch online. You have no idea how good people I think their just, lives are. <laughs> it's just like unless you're getting paid. Fuck off! Yeah, like, you don't you don't mean shit. I don't care that you roasted I me. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't get. Um, oh God, the sorry the. I'm forgetting the terms right now. Um, I'm not. I don't get intrinsic value out of video games. Generally, I get extrinsic value, meaning that I get int- extra or extrinsic enjoyment out of. It. I don't play like fighting games. Asks you to be better as a, and that's the reason why generally I don't play fighting games. I don't. I don't. If I wanted to become good at something, I would put that. Into something more applicable. Something that's right? going to pay would... my bills. Yeah. So I play video games to play your story or have fun. And that's what a lot. And so if putting an invincibility mode in a video game is what some people need to enjoy that video game, then so be it. I, I, I understand how you might be like, well, it's not the same experience. Yeah, but it's not going to be the same experience just based off the fact that everybody has different experiences up until the point of playing that video. Um, You know, a lot of people, you know, if you've played a stealth game before Metal Gear Solid, you might look at Metal Gear Solid as a very... Like, you might not think it's a very good stealth game because it operates off of sort of simplified mechanics, right? It's not working off of dark and light or or sound for that much either, but it's working mostly off of, like, the vision cones and stuff. And so, like, if you played Thief first and then you went to Metal Gear Solid, you might look it down upon Metal Gear Thief. You might still enjoy the other game, Right, but it's different because you've played other things before. Not to mention just life in general being different. So, like, it's, I don't understand why like this conversation keeps happening. I don't think there's a good enough reason to make games inaccessible for crowds. Like you and I would play a, a Dark Souls on easy mode. Absolutely, I'm totally willing. I'm totally willing to admit that, and I'm totally fine with not taking tro- achievements or anything with that right but it's like there is stuff i would love to experience but i'm not going to invest the time into that game when i don't think i'm getting enough out of it either not when i could be doing that with playing bass more or or drawing like why would i put the value into being good at one video game it's not for me and i totally understand if that is too i'm not trying to yeah i don't i don't care if you if you take pride in being good at a video but don't game. use that pride against other people. No, that's there's where, no that's point where in that it. problem comes in. Yeah, exactly. Like, ooh, it's like saying I'm really good at playing guitar. Are you getting paid for it? No, then I don't. Then, like, okay, great. You're really good at guitar, man. I don't know what you're telling. Like, what the point is? It's like the guy that comes into the room and needs to be better than everybody and one up everybody. Okay, all right. Well. What the fuck does that add to this? Doesn't I just add don't anything. get it. So I, I'm happy that it's there. I won't use it. I don't think Psychonauts 2 is going to be a 
that difficult of a game, or at least I fucking hope not. I'd be really, but um, no, I'm glad it's there. I just the con and the conversation seems to have shifted a little bit in the favor. Getting angry, but I know that there's people angry there still. It's just, it's hard to argue when someone who is physically disabled is telling you why it's there. You just look like an asshole. I mean, they just look like an asshole anyway. I mean, yes, but it it, it really shows. <laughs> if, you're, if you're online bragging about your video game accomplishments and talking down to other people, you, and talking it, that's where it comes in. If you're bragging about your accomplishments, I totally understand. If you're te- using it to talk down to people, fuck you. Yeah. If if you want to act like you're a better person because you can beat Dark Souls, then I mean that's where the Drew joke comes from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he he beat Dark Souls, and I would just tell him, well, that just makes you better than everybody else. <laughs> and just like I don't know it's it's a weird thing that I, I just like I, I guess it's another maybe maybe it's another hobbies too it's just like the hobbies that I'm attached to outside of video games don't seem to have that same sort of braggadocious um, talking down of others um, you know, the, yeah, in the art world, there's some weirdos, but like it's easy to kind of ignore them because they don't really affect you. I don't know. It's just it's a very odd thing, and I I don't understand it, and it's annoying to keep having. To, I get it. All right, last story. The switch. Oh, I know what this is the switch killer. <laughs> Remember when everything was called a Halo killer? Did anything kill Halo other than itself? No, it killed itself. It, it... Yeah, exactly. So I don't know what people think of like, when they are like, well, it's going to kill the Switch. No, it's not. Not at all. It's a totally different audience. Yeah, like I don't, I don't understand. So for those who don't know, Valve announced the Steam Deck, which is essentially, let's just Fair call point. it what it is. It's a Switch, but a PC. Gabe Gear is yeah that was a Gabe good Gear one. Is, Gabe Gear is the best. <laughs> yeah, Gabe Gear was pretty good. Um, but it's a portable handheld PC. Uh, will be released in December. Comes in three flavors, uh, three sizes: the sixty-four, the two fifty-six, and the five twelve. Starting at three hundred and ninety-nine dollars and going up to, what well, that big one was five twenty-nine or six twenty-nine. Uh, is a lot. Then, it doesn't matter. You can't buy one. <laughs> no, they're still taking pre-orders. They're just further oh, back. Just... Okay, I was gonna say. I just remember um, that big, that Steam like crashed. Steam did crash. Uh, there were some issues, but I did like the way they handled it. You could not purchase one if you had not uh, purchased a game on Steam before June of 2021. So any new scalper bots were pretty much locked out. Uh, I'm trying to find that picture of all three of them. Yeah, I think it's six twenty nine. I think it's three ninety nine, five forty nine, and six twenty nine, if I remember. Um, but it's five uh, three ninety nine, five twenty nine, six forty six forty nine. Okay, I was close. Um, and all the differences is the the two bigger versions have like a glass tempered screen and more memory. Uh, faster too because they're NVMe. Oh, they do have the NV- NVMe. Yes, so they're both NVMe's. On the higher ones, it's just uh, EMMC on the 64. Mm. Um, Which is so, probably how they got it at 399. 
Yeah, and and so the uh the two fifty six has the faster storage, but it's the same build as the sixty four. Uh the five twelve is the one that has the anti glare etched glass. Okay. Okay. I knew one of them had a different oh. screen, at least. And then like okay. My my thing still is is one, and I uh, like a friend pointed this out to me. Um, wait, just wait because like Steam has a Valve has a not the greatest track record with supporting hardware. Yeah. Um, you know, I bought a uh, Steam Link for like five bucks, and I have a Steam controller that I bought for like thirty dollars, forty dollars maybe. Um. You know, so it's like, wait, I'm sure this will do better than those because it's more desirable. I mean, it's sold really well on the pre-orders, that's for sure. It's just saying this is a switch killer. Like, one, it's it's not going to be available on source. So no, it's not. Um, Two, it's still not going to have the reasons why you buy Nintendo consoles anyways because it's not going to have Zelda, it's not going to have Mario, and I... Before anyone brings up emulators, that doesn't count. Um, that that still requires a little bit more knowledge than buying the thing and putting the thing in the other thing. Um, and like, yeah, you have to have a you have to kind of still have some PC knowledge. Like, is, yeah, it's probably easier than uh, just you know playing on PC, but you know, and people are like, well, I have the big library it's like yeah i understand that like i understand the um the reasons why you'd want to own this but saying it's a switch killer like that is not the reason why i wanted a switch i wanted a switch because there was games on the switch that were only on the switch yeah like nintendo games games are the big nintendo games are the big thing they always will be right so and 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 the switch is for children like let's be honest with ourselves the switch is Kid friendly. This is not at all in the slightest. No. So it's like it's not the same crowd. Like it, it, it's they're very similar devices because they're both hand, and that's where kind of the, the uh, similarities end. That I mean, they look similar because the screen it's a widescreen with controllers on the side. But like that's that's it. Like I don't see it. I don't see it. I see it as a is a nice thing to have on the market, but not a thing that's going to compete with the standard console fare. Yeah, I was I was very proud of myself today or the other day because both this and the Switch OLED, the SWOLED, went on sale, and I didn't buy either one. I don't have a need for the Switch OLED, and I. As much as I would like one of these uh, Steam handhelds, I am going to wait. You know, I'm going to wait until you know people have their hands on the hardware and see, like, you know, what what actually works with it well. Because that's another thing too. Like, I want to know because it's running it's it's running Steam OS, and I know that there's some sort of like program that Linux can use to play. Uh, windows only games but like i want to know how well it works i want to know how it feels in the hands because like that's another thing too the controls look like yeah they don't look great like that, they the like what were they thinking those controls uh yeah 
So yeah, uh, people asked, you know, it's... people ask me about both of those um, because I'm one of those people that buys everything, like hardware wise, and like I didn't buy either one of these, and it's because neither one of them have any practical use for me. Like I have a Switch, I play it docked. 100% of the time. So the Switch OLED is not for me. I don't play a ton of PC games. And if I did, I wouldn't play. Like if I bought this thing, I would dock it. And at this point, I have an HDMI cable running from my PC. So kind of the same thing. Yeah. So I don't really have a use for it. So. Yeah, it's it's a it's a... It's for a specific crowd, and I hope they love it. Like, yep i I hope it works. I think you'll see a revision if it if it's. Um, but you know, I might be wrong. I also thought the Steam controller was going to take, so <laughs> not always right. Um, but I, uh, I could see a revision happening where the controls are fixed a bit. Uh, last breaking piece. So weird of question. Sorry. Oh, go is ahead. It, is it a touch screen? Yes. Okay. That I didn't know for sure. So I was like, maybe you control it with the with the Steam controller. One of those is just your mouse, basically. This has those little pads on the side too for your mouse, yeah, but yeah. it also has a touch screen. Uh, one piece. Right, one piece of last late breaking news: Skate Four will also not be at EA Play. Nothing will be at EA Play. <laughs> Good night. It's the Dead Space remaster, and that's it. Because they've already canceled uh, Dragon Age and Mass Effect, and then, just... and then Star Wars, and <laughs> then work. now Skate. So it's like, why are you guys? Oh, it's even just going to be a Battlefield. Show? Here's here's seventy minutes on Battlefield. Like... <laughs> no thank here's you. Here's the here, we're going to do a live stream of the campaign we canceled Battlefield. Oh, that would be that would be cold blooded. Uh... Yeah, so that's yeah, that's I'm I I was like not even planning to watch EA play. I'm definitely not planning to watch. E- I'll watch the trailer for the Dead Space remaster. That's what I'll do. Uh, to kind of piggyback, we only have one tweet. We have an email, and it's the Assassin's Creed thing. But I want to wait um, for at least Ryan to be on the show for that. Uh. We did get a tweet from Shogun Beats. He says, who is the Steam Deck for? Hardcore traveling rich gamers? Great concept, but I don't know if I understand who it's for. It's for people that only play PC. I mean, like, gaming laptops exist, but at that point, you're just kind of lugging a brick around. And I'm sure this is more helpful. It's not like people on PC don't play without a controller, you know? Or only play without a controller. Like not all just mouse and keyboard people. Um, plus, if that if any of the track pads work decently, um, I could see people trying to get this to be a controller because that was the whole thing with the Steam controller was uh, on PC you only have uh, analog look. You don't have analog movement. So an analog stick mixed with like a little mouse pad on the side. With like still having like buttons that you can click with your fingers, I, I could see that working. But uh, it, it's for PC people. It's for PC people to play the stuff on, that they play at home on the go. Because I mean, it'll still have uh, Steam Cloud 
storage, right? So your saves will move over and mm -hmm. all that. You'll also be able to play, oh, excuse me, a thousand percent more uh, Nintendo and Super Nintendo games than you can on uh, the yeah. Switch. Yeah. <laughs> Which I yeah. learned this week that RetroArch is on Steam. I did not know that. Huh. Neither did I. I, uh, I, you have to, like, request access to it through Steam, and I did, and it's instant. So, I'm gonna test that out. I don't think it'll be any different than the standalone that I have, but... At least with the Steam version, it will update to the newest version, I would assume, and I wouldn't have to download it, at, you know, like, and overwrite my install. So maybe that'll just work. I don't know. Um, but that's kind of all I got, unless you have anything else. Just, no, I've talked enough that everybody wants me to shut up. I I can't even hear them. I just know. Um, Phoenix Down is Yakuza Kiwami Two, starting. It was supposed to start this week, but now it's next week. Uh, Drew had some personal issues to deal with, and he will be back hopefully next week. Yakuza Kiwami 2. Um, if you want to shoot us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. Um, if you want to tweet at us, it's at M4G Podcast. You can follow me and Anthony. I'm at ztgd. He is at Complacent Robot. You can follow the site at ztgd content. No one's made it this far, Ken. <laughs> We haven't mentioned food one time. No. That feels wrong. My heart, my heart's not in it today. It's not. You're not feeling the food. I hear the. I hear people mowing their yards, and I have to do that today. So I'm not looking yeah, forward to that. Nasty. See any good movies? <laughs> I don't watch movies. I think we've oh, gone over right. this. I don't watch movies, and I don't watch TV. I watched a ton of movies. I caught up on a lot of stuff. I watched The Quiet Place Part 2. Um, I love movies at home, like theater at home shit. So I watched I, Quiet Place. I don't like theaters, so. Yeah, I watched Quiet Place Part 2, which was good. Uh, I watched the Space Jam movie, the LeBron new one. I've heard that was uh, chaotic. It is. It's like Ready Player One, but for Warner Brothers. Yeah, I don't know if I want to. I, wanna... <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I mean, it. I haven't. See, people are like, "Is it bad?" I'm like, well, "Space Jam." It's so it's a movie about cartoons playing basketball. I mean, what else do you want? Like, I think people in their heads think this that the first Space Jam was on the level of like, um, "Who Framed Roger Rabbit?" No, 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 <laughs> it's not. The first Space Jam is a bad movie. But I mean, it's the like, nostalgia that you enjoy bad movies. It's fine. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not saying like, I can't enjoy it. Just saying, it is, it's not even good. I love Billy West. He should never voice Bugs Bunny ever. <laughs> it's not good. I was about to say great, but it's not good. It's because great, not great implies it could be good. It's not good. It's, it's not a good Bugs. It's like, because I can still tell it's Billy West. I mean, it sounds too much like him. Like he's not doing a terrible bug by any means, but like you should really doesn't. I should hear Bugs Bunny more than I hear. 
It's it's an so. interesting thing to see because you know we we knew growing up that these characters would not always be the voices are not going to make it. That's just it, they've done a really good job at Warner Brothers. Like the guy that plays Bugs now is really good, and the guy that played him before too was really good. Kind of weird that they switched. If they hadn't told me, I would have. You know who does uh, Speedy in this movie? Uh, who? Gabriel Iglesias. Does he sound like Speedy Gonzalez? Yes, he does. It's really pretty good. good. It's really pretty I, good. Um, I was shocked to see Rick and Morty. Yeah, Rick and Morty is, online. is is a reference in it. Yep. You can take him back. Yeah. It's, <laughs> take it's, your it's, rabbit, rabbit ferret back. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a good scene. It is a good scene. I, I enjoyed it. They did. Uh, oh, there was some weird pull. The, is it Casablanca? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's weird. I, that's where it's like. If you if you look at the crowd at the end of the during the game, there's a lot of really obscure characters in there. Like I saw um, the Jetsons, but then I also I saw heard... like um, oh, what are those things called? The oh, the Hanna Barbera. Like rhinoceros things. Oh, oh okay. Those... I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what they look like. The Murgle. Did Harvey Birdman show up? I saw um the hippopotamus. What's his name? Okay. I can't remember. Yeah, he's in it. He's in the crowd. I saw him. I saw Fred the brontosaurus from the Flintstones is in the crowd. <laughs> it, the clown. What? He's in the crowd. <laughs> All right, uh, I... '60s Batman, Robin, and Catwoman. Uh, Danny DeVito's Penguin is in the crowd. <laughs> so I'm gonna if if you like if you like kind of weird Warner Brothers stuff, a lot of a lot of people like I think skipped out on it because like I know I've mentioned uh, mentioned Wabbit before, which ended up being called something else. The, the Looney Tunes show. There was a there was one that was like done like a sitcom. That was a pretty decent series, and uh, Kristen Wiig voiced Lola. So a lot of people were upset about Lola being redesigned, which was stupid. Listen, you're you have the internet. All your fetish stuff is fucking a click away. Fuck off with the kids' movie, all right? Um, but they redesigned Lola for that show. That's kind of like a ditzy airhead. And, and Kristen Wiig was amazing um, as Lola Bunny in that. But um, they, right, like, after that was done, they did a show called Wabbit, and that is like straight up old Looney Tunes. And it was fantastic. But Warner Brothers also, because Warner Brothers owns, like, Cartoon Network and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a Scooby Doo show that everybody shits on because the art style called Be Cool Scooby-Doo. Kind of looks like Family Guy art, is what a lot of people compare it to. Hmm. It was the fucking best version of Scooby-Doo, because, like, the characters are a little more self-aware of how they were seen in the old, the original cartoon. So, like, Shaggy, in the first episode, Shaggy and Scooby point out the fact that if they separate, they're gonna run into the ghost, while the other three don't believe them. And it's like, it's so dumb, 
and the writing is so good. Like it, it points out how stupid it is, but the, like it's got that slapstick humor and everything. But the best part is that they gave Daphne a character that she wasn't just the hot girl in the group, right? Every episode, Daphne had a new perk or hobby. So in the first episode, she now has hand puppets oh, of everybody. And there's a great payoff joke in that. Um, but then another one, she's uh, a falconer. So she has a falcon on her arm at all times. Uh, one episode, she has a mustache. Okay. And Fred is irritated by the mustache. She's like, you're just jealous because you don't have a mustache. And he's like, I want... I would grow a mustache. <laughs> um, there's an episode where they switch out Fred for... Like, another person. So Fred starts leading children. In, like, they're stuck in a museum, and, and Fred is leading the group of children. While this other guy is basically a better version of Fred. And the payoff in that is a great read <laughs> as well. But like it was such a smart show. I don't know if it had more than one. It probably didn't. Like, um, but like they do some weird stuff with their characters that I mean it shouldn't be a big surprise because they do weird stuff with their DC characters all the time, but like I don't know if you saw any of them, because I know you're not like big into comics. Um, but, like, did you ever see their Hanna-Barbera reboot comics? I think I've seen the artwork. I don't think... I've so, like, never the read Flintstones them. was more, like, realistic and gritty. Yeah. Um, the Scooby-Doo was more science fiction. Like, Scooby talks because he has, like, a helmet attached to him and stuff. Um, Snagglepuss was one of them. <laughs> she was a gay actor or something like that and it's just like oh my god yeah so i'm not like some like um but like i definitely do recommend like wabbit and whatever it later became i think it was called the new looney tunes and they they brought equal scooby-doo they put big chungus in the space i saw that i saw that i you know how irritating it is to (laughs) Do you know how irritating it is when Sterling has another thing go viral? Yeah, yeah. So that is not the... And I, I, I'm saying their last name only because I don't know what they identify anymore. And and I know that their YouTube page is still under Jim Sterling, or was anyways. Um, but anyways, because um, that... They're also the reason why... Um, uh, Scott Cawthon has a career <laughs> I'm sure they regret um, but like they're the reason why that uh, Five Nights at Freddy's creepy animatronics uh, speaking of nostalgia the first season of Kevin Smith's Masters of the Universe drops on Friday there is a prequel comic I picked up yesterday so I have to read that first Yeah, I'm going to watch that and then Titans comes back on August 13th for season 3 I didn't even know it was getting a season three. I knew it was, uh, I hadn't watched, I, I, I never finished season one. Oh, so God. bad at watching, te- dude, I'm so bad at watching television. That is the best show, that is the best show DC's put out. Like, Drew just keeps going, like, dude, you have to give Supernatural a chance. You don't understand. 
it has to wrap up in like a season. And it's I know it doesn't because it's like got like twenty four. No, seasons it's 15, fifteen. Yeah, that's close enough. The fact that I'm only nine away is, <laughs> and it's not. I don't want to tell ten. you how many times I've watched all fifteen seasons. I can't do it, man. Like, I'm sure I can't, but like I just I I I can't I can't get that invested in 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 just stuff that I have to watch. Oh, I love it. Gives me something to do at night before I go to bed. All right, uh, I think we're good. I don't even I don't even have music to recommend. That's that's how that's how sad it is. Oh, there's like five bands that I pay attention to when they release an album anymore. Yeah, I, I just don't. I don't have anything. This is a very boring podcast. You know it's what's fu- you know what's funny about the here. the five bands that I pay attention to when they release a new album? I think three of four of them released an album this year. Oh really? <laughs> well, you had the Foo Fighters record at the beginning of the year, and then well, they just put out another record too. Who did? Foo Fighters. What are you talking about? They just put out an album at the beginning of the year. Yeah, they put out like an EP of album uh, music, the I... Bee Gees covers. Oh yeah, 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 I saw that. Never mind, I saw that. Um... Uh, Hail Hail Satin. <laughs> Some of the best fucking names. And then uh, oh. Offspring had a new record this year. Did they really? What? Yeah, they just—it's called "Let the Bad Times Roll." Came out in April, I think. Jesus Christ! I totally missed that. Um, no have effects. The rest of their albums. Yeah, No Effects put out a new record. The Offspring album was the first one in nine years, I think. Uh, it'd been a long time since yeah, the last one. Yeah, Days Go By was 2012. Yeah, so it'd been a long time, but they put out a new album this year. No Effects put out a new record, and then the other band I pay attention to is Coheed. They put out an album last year. And then I used to pay attention to Tool, but after that last record, it was really bad. <laughs> I don't know that I pay attention to them putting out albums anymore. Who, sorry? Tool. Oh. Fear Inoculum. Fear Inoculum was of... awful. Speaking of people that well, I called that when it came out, um, like I've listened to it, this is very boring. And it was it, a bad it kind of, album. That kind of rolls back onto the if you're, I don't care how great of an artist you are, you know what I mean? Like it, it felt like very up their own ass, and they hadn't been putting up new music. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That was I could not believe how bad that album was. Like I I I didn't expect like I felt like Tool has been on a trajectory of downward since Enema. I mean, but I mean the three the three three of the members don't really do anything outside of Tool, and like Maynard makes his money elsewhere now. So like that's what happens. It's like, I'm ready to do this, but you guys need to fucking finish your shit and you'd take, what, two decades to fucking do anything? <laughs> so it's like, why the fuck is he, why would he have the same care for that project? I'm not saying that that Maynard phoned it in, and I'm saying that, like, it felt like an album that was put out to say that they put out an album. And it's funny, because around the same time, they also put their music on Spotify when they were so much against it and stuff. And it's like, it, 
it, all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, because it's all about the money. It's like, it doesn't matter how good you are at some point. You can't just ride on that forever. So, yeah, it's cool. Uh, all and right. then, they, of course, they sold that whole day. Hold on. They sold that album for a lot more than it was. You had to buy it with the, the little LCD screen and the CD. So it was like a $90 album. Yeah, I just paid the ten dollars for the digital download, and I wish. Uh, I fuck you, fuck you, and fuck this whole packaging. <laughs> All right. Oh, and Goldfinger. Goldfinger put out an album this year too. I also pay attention when they put out new records. I I know one song from them, and that's all I care about. I have all of their albums. They are a wonderful band. Okay, it's time to wrap up the show. Anyway, that's the end of the show for this week. Unless anybody says anything else, peace out, bitches. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.